Welcome to Miss Yasser's Apps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Erin Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. We are continuing on our journey through the space wild world of Starcrossed. And we are liking it? Yeah, I yeah, this one was ma- uh it, this this one had both my my favorite moments and my least favorite moments. But it continues it's to dense. be engaging. It's getting thick though. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of things to consider. There's a lot of conflicting beliefs. <laughs> there we're learning more and more about the Atrians all the time. Uh well, and also it's getting more confusing <laughs> with certain things. Here's the problem. As soon as you have to reveal your villain's big plans. Well, no, not that. Other things. It's little small things. I no, get very but what I want to talk about yeah. is as soon as you have to reveal your villain's big plans, anytime you reveal it, it's never going to be as good as what you can imagine the villain's plan to be when you don't know all the details yet. Because when you're on the outside looking in, it is so easy to pick holes in a villain's plan. Even with like the Marvel Universe. He wanted to make a glove so he could snap his fingers and make half of the well, most universe's people, population disappear. Most people have really thought about how that doesn't – there's a there's a lot of flaws in there. My favorite one of that is people was like, well, if you cut the population in half like of the universe, that only brings us back like 30 years. <laughs> like not far. We're going to catch up. We catch up super fast because of exponential growth. Well, unless you traumatize everyone so much that only, like, half the population reproduces because they're too PTSD to have children. Yeah, well, I, or, yeah, you just turn everybody into last generationalists. Now. The plan here is, I don't know, it's still, we'll, we'll have to talk about when we actually get, get into the, the, the plan when it comes up. Now, I want to talk about a tweet that I saw that I did not look up any further. Okay. I guess, um, what's his face? The tall... One from Supernatural. Um, Jared Padalecki. Is going to reprise his role of oh, yes. Sam Winchester yes. in Spider-Man 3. I mean, well, I mean, that's the joke, Aaron. I mean, but will he? Well, Who knows? Oh, so, okay. Aaron, I, this is the this is a scene where Kevin explains memes to Aaron. <laughs> no, the, the joke is, is that, uh, um... <laughs> Is that they have solely released like oh, uh, Tobey Maguire is going to be going to uh, you know revisit his role in Spider Man Three. Oh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's the other guy? Andrew Garfield is going to revisit his role. Alfred Molina is going to revisit a role. Emma Stone's going to revisit a role. So the joke is people are now putting out everybody is going to. But here's the thing, Kevin. Sometimes you put things into the universe, and the universe is like, yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. Okay. So I, guess. I choose to believe that this one is the universe going to be like, yeah, sure, we'll have a cameo. <laughs> Someone's going to see the go- the joke because uh, the, the the ones I've also seen is Troy Barnes is going. Sorry, um, Donald Glover is going to reprise his role as Tro- Troy Barnes in uh, uh, Spider Man Three, and um, I mean one of the more joking ones. I was going to say one that involved in deep knowledge of critical role, which doesn't work if you don't know it. So I'm just going to skip that joke because <laughs> this is. Starcross, Season 1, Episode 7, To Seek a Foe. To Seek a Foe. So Emery is sitting, is in her room, staring at the ship with the tactic of driving straight into the earth, according to... 
people. <laughs> and hallucinating Roman's declarations of love and protection. <laughs> yeah, she was reminding herself of Roman's words. Now, she, well, she's alone in her room. Her house is full of life. So, well, Grayson, Grayson full is Grayson. downstairs, but also her parents, who yeah. are very, very kind to Grayson. Yeah. I assume he stayed there since last night. Yeah. And they are going to um, go to the grandparents' house. Yeah. But they're not bringing Emery, and they're not bringing Grayson. <laughs> really, what they said is, we have to leave this scene now. <laughs> and then they, not even do we have to leave the scene. We have to leave this episode now, but we don't know a reason why goodbye it's not like we could go to work or something no. since the rest of this episode takes place in one day no they're just like we need to leave <laughs> goodbye so, i suppose we're setting up a scenario where we're leaving our teenage daughter alone with her distraught boyfriend and there's no way this scenario will end in sex i think they just don't care they're like you know what you know what, emery you you were almost going to die for Eight for like 16 years you get it girl it's fine you hang out with this rich boy this, whose mother is disgraced this is a sex positive household <laughs> this man this man's mother's a terrorist just saying and then emory's dad's like it's like a romeo and juliet thing you know that is right people thought maybe i was a terrorist but i wasn't <laughs> i just panicked into the shooting so i know what it's like when people hate you don't I, don't think, worry. I don't think they thought he was a terrorist i think they thought he was a racist but he wasn't either and then he leaves. Yeah. Uh, so Grace is like, no, nah, I'm going to live with my uncle. And then he, we get the themes of this episode said directly to us. And here's the first theme of the episode. How could someone look at someone and just lie to them? And Emery's like, maybe sometimes people lie because they are trying to protect people and also they want people to see the good in them. Look, Grayson, maybe sometimes you don't tell someone something because you got really close with someone else and then uh, then the first person came back and very sad. So you just sort of have to continue on trying to spare their feelings. Grayson's like, well, Emery, you're the only person I can trust. You're the only good thing in this entire world. And that will be his only driving force this episode the theme of the episode is lying hmm. so this did not explain our me and Aaron's d disagreement last episode i thought for a second it put it in my favor because we begin with roman and drake just walking down the road yeah this is a weird episode where all of the Atrians are free to roam everywhere in Everdale well, as much of, as they want until the bus comes at the end of the episode. Well, all the seven. All the seven yes. are. It seems like, yeah, they're just like, well, I guess they had that, the day trip, and they're like, you know what? Nothing bad happened. Just let them do it all. Which I think is, don't get me wrong, I think it's great. But I, I wish they had explained that to us. Considering how much of this series is spent being like, here are the restrictions. Here's what you can't do. Here are the rules that were set out. Now they're just sort of like, eh, whatever. Look at how handsome these boys are. And also Sophia. Yeah, so I thought that they were... I thought that this was showing that, oh, so they did actually just not return to the sector. This is, but like, but the, why are they just walking openly down the streets if they're kind of like on the run? And they're wearing different clothes than they were last episode. And they're talking about how like, oh, we got to find Zoe before she can get to Vega, but she can't get into the sector. And then Roman's like, Drake, you got to quit the tregs. And then Drake's like, no, I got to go undercover with the tregs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Drake, that's what you got to do. 
Unfortunately, Zoe is creepily watching them. Zoe will always be creepily watching everyone. Yeah, she's in a car, the car that she stole from the guy yeah. who she hitchhiked. Yeah. And she'll be forever watching every character in this episode. So I guess Drake and Roman did go home and then now they're allowed to just... Go anywhere they go. want. I also don't know what time this is because later in the scene we'll see their teacher and she'll say, I'll see you in class but and there I, is no school this episode. I assume she's just saying generally, I'll see you in class. Yeah. yeah. So Emery um, catches up with Julia. They're at the Crab Shack yeah, for, I a, guess, a lunchtime hang. We have a good old-fashioned Emery-Julia catch them up. Except they don't show it to us because they know we saw it last episode. Yeah, instead they have a chat about the conversation they just had, which is my favorite tv <laughs> trope wow that's crazy you're telling me you're telling me grayson came right to your house now julia informs um emory that grayson deserves to know and yeah. emory's like no i am the reason that he is so sad i'm also the reason that his mom got arrested i yeah em oof. It, it's getting to the point that is bugging me with em's that i that thing in em's mind because julia brings up a great point which is no no, Emery. She's in jail because she's a terrorist who tried to blow up the sector. Let's – I think the thing we have to remember about Emery, because she does look like a 40-year-old sometimes, is she is a teenager, but not just a normal teenager. She is a teenager who has never gone to school before, never had a boyfriend before, and never really interacted in the world. So – She's dealing with the things that, like, eight-year-olds deal with. I know, but the thing that we get, and we get a couple times this episode, which is just because something is realistic, I... You don't have to like it. Yeah, I, and I, and that does, just because something is realistic does, does not mean it's relatable and something, and, or empathetic or sympathetic. Like, just because, just because it makes sense doesn't mean I want to be like, 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 I still want to be, I want to like, like, grab every, be like, Emery, shoot. You caught a terrorist. You stopped a terrorist plot. And all she has ever mentioned is, yeah, but I kind of wish, you know, Grayson wasn't so sad. Because, like, but then people would be dead. I think I would also (laughs) feel bad about this. I think the thing is, like, Emery doesn't have a great... She doesn't have a good, like, 40-mile view of this until Roman, like, really lays everything out for her later. I think we, we need one moment, and we never got one moment where Emery seemed to take any sort of joy in the fact that she stopped a terrorist attack. And so many people, she saved so many lives, and she never takes a moment to be like, hey, that was a good thing. Instead, she's like, oh my god, I feel so bad that... That horrible, that it feels so bad that the Grand Dragon, the KKK, got arrested. My fault. Like she seems, she seems more upset that 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 Grayson's mom got caught than the fact that Grayson's mom is a terrorist. I think she's devastated to find out that his mom is bad because she really, really believed Grayson because Grayson really, really believed that his parents didn't didn't believe in violence. I I would also go she, she though the things that she sort of seems to understand that's what Grayson's sad about. Like she she says, "Oh, Grayson's so sad because, you know, he really believed in like she's she really saying like he's sad about these things, not that she's sad about these things." Agree to disagree. Anyway, her decision is that she'll need to just see this thing through with Grayson, I guess. Meanwhile, Roman and 
Drake have oh, yeah. catch him up about this. No, no, this is where it gets very confusing because at this point I'm like, okay, Drake and Roman are, I guess, kind of on the run, but we're playing it in a weird way where nobody looks at anybody. Remember how they always have those conversations in front of wide, wide views mm. so everyone can see. But then Drake and Roman just walk into the crab shack, essentially, and, and then, like, hello. And then Drake's like, ah, oh, M, oh. did you go to her house last night? Like I told you to. And Roman's like. I did, but Grayson was there being oh so sad, so I left. So yeah, so this one I'm like, I guess I guess just the Atrian Seven can go wherever they want, and you know what? Good for them, but weird. I'm glad the show told us. <laughs> yes, I just being confusing. They were like, Oh no, now I just uh, we're we're done with them being constrained Miley down. Now they just go wherever they want. Meanwhile, Eric and Grayson are also at the Crab Shack. And Grayson's pretty mopey, but Eric's like, I'm going to change the subject. I suck at trig. Yeah, well, essentially we're getting here is we're getting a setup of a of a romance between Julia and Eric. Now, I guess Eric, from what I can tell, loves Julia because she mildly hit on him last night. <laughs> it's true. And I think Julia looked at Eric and said, hey, heard you're not racist anymore. And he's like, yeah, I think I'm not racist anymore. And she's like, hmm. <laughs> I'll help you not be racist. Well, no, she'll have him with Trig. Yeah, Assumedly, he's not racist anymore. Because, you know, that's how it works. Now, we're also going to talk about her car a lot this episode. It's her gone- car is named Bruce. Yeah, we're, we're, we're essentially, we're getting a dynamic here. She's got a car. Eric's got problems with math. Eric knows cars. Julia knows math. Miss Benton is here. Oh, and also, the so science teacher keeps showing up and stealing cups. Cups that girls drank coffee out of. <laughs> she just walks over and steals their cups. Great. And just like, I'll see you in class. <sighs> yeah, so, glad she's around. Sophie also has full run of the town she was supposed to meet taylor but taylor's not there yet i don't know how that happened erin how did that happen so i will say i do not think she was supposed to meet taylor i think she heard taylor was going to be at the crab shack i see so much like i was going to meet taylor here and by meet i mean stock and then lucas is like so i mean you can like who you like but taylor definitely likes boys does Wait, before we continue, does Lucas work? I think Lucas works here. Which is why he threw that party there. Does he own this place? <laughs> he might own it. Because I kept, there's the fact that kept saying Lucas's party, and now we see that he's actually working in this place. I'm like, is he, is he an Archie Andrews? <laughs> or, or he's like, this is my dad's crab shack. But he died, because we won't see him this episode, so it's my crab shack. It's my crab shack. I run the crab shack and the community center. And at night, I put on a mask and fight older men also i can do things with computers (laughs) also i do machines just like donatello i do machines now we've done some goofs but we do learn something in the scene which is all atrians are pansexual yeah we learned that yeah atrian that that is atrian culture is more open to that despite the fact that every single atrian we've met has been in a heterosexual relationship yeah i mean but to be for all the atrians we met have kids that's true, and I guess that's and how you easily get kids, and maybe Atrian society doesn't have a good Aaron, adoption. All, Aaron, all of their stuff is based. I thought you were going to say like um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like in in, in utero fertilization. 
Oh, no. Like, <laughs> I just meant that they don't have a good process for adoption in their culture. I mean, for all we know, they throw them off of a bridge. We do not know a lot about the Atrian culture. That's all true. their stuff is based on plants, as well as going to go with the fact, like, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if they could do, <laughs> like, you know, that sort of fertilization because. But we know they can do sex. Of course we know they can do sex. We of course saw we it. know that. Yeah. Obviously. Meanwhile. We, we also know that uh, human Atrian. Uh, Reproductive pro- systems are, are compatible. compatible. Yep. Yep. I'm like, well, what's the way you say this? <laughs> Atrians and humans can. It's like how a lion and a tiger can make a liger. Except that maybe are Atrian human hybrids infertile? Who knows? I was going to say the most common one is that it would probably be the mule, but yeah, also a liger. <laughs> also a tigron. And, and we actually looked up what the other uh, form of a mule is, which was... A donkey. That wasn't a donkey. <laughs> I can't remember what it is. It has a much more glorious name than a mule, though. I do remember listening to your podcast about this. Yeah. I, well, I think they both have names that are pseudo-butt-like. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. So Taylor tries to call Zoe from her Bluetooth because apparently in 2014 they couldn't imagine that that technology would go away. Well, I'm. What would be the other she thing? Has thing on in her ear. What thing? What the option? She's on speakerphone. I guess to be fair, though, Bluetooth has come back because AirPods let you. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, like we still do do that thing. Like, speakerphone is not a thing you use in public. But there was a time where um, Bluetooth went away. And yeah. then slowly headphones in iPhones became a thing and now I, AirPods. I think it's just because the whole, like, single ear, like, chunky Bluetooth thing became a very singular symbol of a very singular kind of person. And that is what Taylor has because 2014 couldn't comprehend <laughs> people understanding what was going on if the, she didn't have that. Oh, yeah, the earbuds. So anyway, yeah, she's uh, she's she's talking and she's shopping and she's dropping her stuff. And, and she th- tries to call Zoe, but Zoe ignores her call. Because Zoe's watching her. Because <laughs> Zoe is always watching. <laughs> Yeah. Too much chaos. Lucas is like, oh my god, let me help okay. you. I thought Taylor was like across the city. She is outside the crowd. She's shack. next door. So I think Sophia just mis- just misunderstood. Yeah. She just misunderstood the address she found written down. She's <laughs> like, that must be the crab pot. And what she didn't realize was it was literally the, literally the store right next to it. I'm also kind of confused because the c- crab pot always looked like it was kind of like a building with a big... And to itself? Yeah, but yeah. now... It's so... in the middle of town, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Lucas goes to help her and he opens her car door and... <gasps> there's a there's a leaf in the door! And the leaf releases spores! Yes, which make... Uh, would, you know, make Lucas fall down and he's, he's coughing. having he's... an asthma attack. It lo- yeah, it looks like he's having an asthma attack. And then... Everyone comes running out because Taylor starts screaming. Yeah, so everyone runs out. Everyone tries to help. But Emery sees that tiny black leaf. Ooh, she sees a plant. And I like the idea that she's like, a plant. Damn it. <laughs> Gotta be Atrians. <laughs> because, yeah. Yep. Because, yeah. Uh, Zo- and Zoe is... Well, well, the- Zoe is delighted by this turn of events. But, I, but, I, but Aaron, I'll ask you. And I'll ask you again at the end of the episode... Why? Zoe, (laughs) I'm wondering if the process of having your marks removed makes you insane. Because she'll say in this scene, like, she'll have to be like, wasn't what I expected, but I guess that'll work. 
What did this do? <laughs> also, I want to point out, no one's face got eaten off. I'm, here's what I'm working under the assumptions of. The whole thing when you put the cipher into the thing, that creates seeds. The mm. seeds are like flesh eaters. The spores are poison. And I guess they had to blow the seeds onto Beaumont's face so he would become a body to grow the cipher that's what that's kind of what though they had remember they had to put in another more seeds in his face again it's unclear but i'm going to give them that the seeds are flesh eating the spores are asthma attack causing well they they're Uh, they're, they're they're toxic warfare yeah they're they're, mustard gas yeah they they describe a layer that seems like he has like burns inside his lungs and we hear from another guy who actually got it pretty bad um, his and they're like it looks like chemical burns inside mm-hmm. of you. So it is. It's very much like mustard gas, which is horrifying. Yeah. Way to go, Atrians! <laughs> Congratulations, you invented mustard gas. <laughs> so um, he goes off to the hospital in an ambulance. Taylor is, yeah. you know, freaking out. We get a thing here where it turns out Roman knows what Black Cipher is. They must learn about it in school, but they must learn like maybe it's like a myth well, or something. It sort of seems like there's this thing where each tribe is in charge of its own um own herbs and you don't necessarily know of the herbs from another tribe like it's your responsibility mm-hmm. to know of your tribe's herbs remember roman had to go to caster to find out the cure for the uh oh the cipher poisoning yeah but roman must know some things because of his dad well i mean keep, keep on also they're kids they don't know every single yeah. thing and i think it's actually good when characters and shows don't know Every little thing. But it, but it, I guess it makes sense because of his tribe that his dad would be like, there's also Black Cypher. We don't use that. That's mustard gas. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. So Drake realizes that Taylor has been attacked. He's so upset that they didn't kill Zoe last night. Yeah. And Roman is trying to comfort him. But Emery comes Roman over, roaming over to Roman <laughs> yeah. and is like, this is Black Cypher. Well, she says, is this Cypher? And he's like, Black Cypher. And he's like. Drake, we got to go talk to Caster. <laughs> Caster might know what to do. I like how everybody's like, I want to be involved. And <laughs> Rogue goes, Lucas is my friend. <laughs> he's my, like, it's her, my best friend. He's my friend. <laughs> you can trust me. And Marie's like, okay. Actually, the amount of times that Roman will walk up and be like, no, they're trustworthy. No, they're trustworthy. No, they're trustworthy. <laughs> it's good. It's pretty it's good. good. It's good. Uh, Grayson tries to comfort Emery, but of course, you know. She's she's too distraught. Well, I mean, he can't. He says, "Don't worry, the doctors will know what's wrong with him." And, and Emery's like, "Why does everything you say always so prophetic?" And you know, it's, Grayson is the master of dramatic irony. I just want to point that out. He is so good at, at saying the wrong thing. Yeah, in every single scene, you would never lie to me, right? The doctors will know what to do. So Drake realizes immediately that Taylor was supposed to be the target. And he's very, very upset about that. He doesn't know what Zoe's going to do next. But you know what he will do? Once they talk to Caster, he's going to take Roman to Beaumont. Yeah, because he he, will actually re-describe the whole like act multiple times that Drake Drake buried Beaumont. He put the thing in his face. He'll say it again to Caster. Drake Drake buried Beaumont and put the, the thing in his face. But, but we'll, we, we won't talk to Caster first. No. First, we're going to go to the hospital where Lucas is in Emerge, which I didn't love, but they did move him to a private room eventually, so it's fine. Yeah. And we meet um, Lucas's mom, who is lovely. When she meets Sophia, she just is like, <gasps> Lucas oh. loves you. <laughs> well, she says, oh, Lucas talks, to you all the, talks about you all the time. And then she hugs her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
And then they sort of give more explanation of what's going on. His lungs are burning and they're closing up. Soon he won't be able to, like, breathe at all. Soon he's going to have to be ventilated. Yeah. Well, they... Well, I think the problem is that the gang is, like, it's just going to get worse and worse. Mm -hmm. And his lungs are just going to full close. Like, they're going to rot up like a smoker's lung. So, Castor... Because he's ventilated later. He doesn't have a ventilator. He has, um... Air. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have a tube in. I didn't look that closely. Um, so Roman and Drake have no problem getting back to the sector and going to see Castor and they, Cass- they just go in and out at this point. And Castor's like, huh, Black Cipher. That's pretty extreme for these extremist terrorists. Yeah, so now he'll he'll explain it more. Because remember how we were trying to have the whole thing trying to figure out what what exactly is this Black Cipher do? And for a second there, when the plant was in the um the thing is like, oh, okay, no. So they are going to harvest the plant and mm-hmm. use for things. Castor will reiterate, no, they won't. The spores are just going to go free. <laughs> They're just going to let the spores fly, and then it will. Well, the poison is mustard gas. It'll kill people. Now, what doesn't make sense is he says it burns the lungs of humans, which is like, why would the Atrians have? A plant that specifically targets humans, but I, I think what I think he, he explains, is, yeah. or sorry, what Roman explains later is he reminds us that atrians can breathe through their skin, so they can so they can just shut down their lungs. Though I will say that only works if you tell the atrians mustard gas is coming in, unless their bodies do it automatically. If something comes upon them, that they're like, oh, but Beaumont died. But that was the seeds, not the spores. She blew <laughs> the seeds on his face, and the seeds ate his face. Yeah, but eating you his face... You can't fa- live from having your face eaten, Kevin. You can live from having your face eaten. There's a woman who had a baboon tore off her face, and she, a chimp tore off her face, and she lived. Okay, well, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying. I'm under- I understand, but I still... It, 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 it works. It understands why Atrians won't die from it. But, but it makes zero sense why they would have this special herb... Just to destroy humans when they didn't know what humans were before they landed on this planet 10 years ago. It, it is confusing also because it works out this box because he had to go into the ship to get the box to put the Black Cipher in. So This is could, a thing that Atrians have. Yeah, I mean, and assumably because they would be like, oh, it's absolutely useless against... I mean, except for, I guess, the blowing on them thing, but that's a very specific action that seems like it could just be taken up by having a gun. I wonder if it's something that used to be a really big problem, and then Atrians, maybe that's a part of why Atrians developed the ability to breathe through their skin, like maybe... But I mean, you saw the process of how Black Cypher, like, you have to consciously plant Black Cypher. It doesn't seem like something that accidentally well, I happens. Just, I wonder if it was biological warfare in the past, and then Atrians built up, like, natural immunity to it. I don't think that's how evolution works. Or some Atrians had the ability to breathe through their skin and some didn't. And the ones that could breathe through their skin lived. And so then it became a thing that they passed on. There has to be a reason for this. Aaron. There has to be a reason, No, Aaron, I really like this show. I think this is something that it's better for us just to step back from. Anyway, the cure for Black Cipher is mixing Atrian blood with, with freshly cut Black Cipher. So, <laughs> which yeah, also it, it's a thing. Uh, and also, <laughs> Cipher Black Cipher only lives for eight days. Well, yeah. It's so li- today is the day it's going to release its spores. Yeah, its life cycle cycle is eight eight days. I want to I want to point out that so then if if this didn't happen, if Zoe didn't do this weird attack on Taylor and. Uh, Lucas, 
it just would have they just would have won. They just would have I mean, I they wouldn't have won because it would have been based on where the wind goes and brings the spores. And the wind could have gone anywhere or nowhere. And I think potentially it could have killed some well, <laughs> trees as well. Especially because Zoe I guess I'll just reveal this now. She moved the body. She put it in a cabin. I think that's part of the plan. Okay, but now it's in the middle of nowhere, so that really could have gone. <laughs> yeah. It's not even in Evendale anymore. Well, you know, but it's in a they clearly think these spores are gonna go frickin' everywhere. Well then the plan they have to solve it that Castle gives them is he gives them a bomb. And it's a bomb that you put inside the black cipher. So it'll explode and then the spores will burn. I guess. I think putting an explosive inside something you don't wanna is don't wanna spread is a bad idea. It does seem like the explosion would aerialize. <laughs> it aerosolize them? Yeah. It feels a lot like the ending to Wonder Woman, where it's like, we can't just blow up, there's, <laughs> we can't just blow up the gas, it'll spread over the area still. But, you know what? Well, sure, you, you got, you got a lot of good things in this show, we'll, we'll walk on this path with you for a little bit. Well, Emery is at the hospital, she talks to her doctor and or nurse friend. Yeah. To see if anyone else had burned lungs. Yeah, so she's she's figuring out, you know, where, you know, she, she's getting her own information. All this information will eventually combine. But as we said earlier, the problem is the plant is gone. Ooh. Ooh. So Drake is like, the only reasonable thing for me to do is talk to Taylor. Yeah. Well, Taylor will find Zoe. She'll find, well, Drake takes the route of finding Zoe. Emery and Roman will take the route of following Emery's lead to try to find out where the plant is. Because she knows where the camper was camping. Yeah. My, actually, one thing I do love uh, is that Zoe at this point has changed her look. <laughs> she is, I guess she's now wearing her hair in Atrian hair, which is just like the middle pompadour. Look. And she has no makeup any longer. Yeah. It's like, now Atrian. Now Atrian style. Now Emery's like, well, I know that you cipher. And Drake's like, wait a second. She knows about cipher? Emery can be trusted. And then he's like, what about her boyfriend, Grayson? Grayson doesn't have to know. <laughs> and Drake's like, okay. <laughs> Roman is very good at placating people this episode. No, no, Drake can be trusted. <laughs> no, 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 Caster's fine. <laughs> no, no, she won't tell Grayson. He's not a red hawk. <laughs> so they're gonna so uh yeah. Roman and Emery are gonna head off to Black Bear Lake and Drake is gonna go see Taylor, who is having a little bit of her own freak out. If reasonably so. Yeah. She was right next to that. Though I imagine the the doctors are probably like, No, you seem fine. You... Maybe we should do some tests or something. <laughs> yeah, I let her went along. You're just like, Well, did you make sure? They're like, Well, can you breathe? Yes. But the only person who said I was fine was an EMT, and an EMT is not a doctor. Like, okay, I guess. Notably, they sent her to go sit out in the lobby. <laughs> She's fine. So she's fine. Uh, but Taylor does say something that makes no sense to me. All right. She said she saw that Zoe, <laughs> they shot Zoe and Drake leaving the party together. Yes. But apparently did not see Grayson. <laughs> no, she's talking about when Drake and Zoe left the party Lucas, Lucas's party. Oh, I thought she was explaining she, when she saw them left the party last night. Well, she also saw them leaving the party last night. Yeah, like, that's what she was explaining. But before they moved... No, I think she's talking about Lucas's party. I think she's talking about the party last night. Okay, well, she just keeps seeing them together, <laughs> sneaking around. I, I saw you. You you were at the crab pot. 
You were dragging a unconscious body out of doing things that I want to do with you. Now remember, Grayson was not unconscious. No, that's not true. He just walked out. Yeah. <laughs> Having a threesome with Grayson. Now, Drake actually tells her a very reasonable lie that was like, she told me where I could buy booze I can sneak into and the, he, the sector. And Taylor's like, and Aaron, ah. Aaron, he does it very easily. It's like the theme. Ooh. <sighs> so then she pivots to being very freaked out about Zoe because yep. she's called her so many times. And she thought that maybe Zoe wasn't talking to her because Zoe had sex <laughs> with Drake. Yeah, I saw that was the But if thing. that's not the reason, maybe she's dead. Who knows, Drake? Who knows? So Drake, using his uh, charming wiles, is able to get Zoe's address off of uh, off of Taylor. With Taylor quickly being like, he's going to hook up with her again. I'm just going to check on her because you're so freaked out. Let me kiss your cheek. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I do think he, like, it, it is interesting because I feel like some of this is true. Some of this is... Lie, but he does it very, very smoothly, mm-hmm. and then he then gets the off. address, which proves us that she has an address. So that's a start. Now for a random wild scene in the middle of all of this. Um, Ms. Benton is in a government lab. She's in, well, she's in some sort of crazy. We do not know it's governmental. It looks government. It could. Be, it could be private. It could be governmental. We just know she's in a crazy lab. And she's with some man. He's like, why am I testing this cup you stole from this teenager? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and see, Ms. Bennett explains that uh, – I call her Dr. Benton at this point. I'm like, she's a doctor. She's definitely she's a doctor. She's probably a doctor. Probably a doctor. Um, so she explains like, ah, oh, but those, those two random girls suddenly made amazing full recoveries after being sick for years. And now, I love whenever they bring that up. To be fair, <laughs> I don't think that Emery – recovered i think she just like (laughs) is well enough and has managed her symptoms in such a way that they're like don't eat the things you're allergic to you can go to school i mean or maybe she maybe she she has has an autoimmune condition i just love the idea that like they're always like oh these two girls like it's impossible they made this recovery and m did (laughs) (laughs) which i think is for the audience to look at it to see how ridiculous it is that these people refuse to believe that this happened. That doctors could do medicine? Yeah, they're like, there's no... How do they suddenly do it? Because they... Because we know that Julia obviously got the mm-hmm. magic cure. But, but Emery em- just... Emery just got better because the doctors did their dang job. Because Emery was in the hospital <laughs> for years yeah. and then... Yeah, so every time we cut into these people, we'll be like, how did they both get out? <laughs> anyway, so they're going to um, check about that. And it's very obvious that Benton is essentially trying to... They mentioned Cypher specifically. Mm-hmm. She's studying Cypher. They're, cl- they're clearly trying to figure out if Cypher's a miracle drug. So... Emery and Roman are wandering through the woods over in uh, it's called like Big Bear or something. Black Bear. Black Bear. And the, this sequence is going to go on forever. They walk the woods for so long, just talking, talking. Now I didn't realize that Roman had never explained to Emery that there was a terrorist group within the Atrians who wanted to kill her. Yeah, well, because I, I thought he clarified it on that first night when he said, hey, someone is trying to kill you. But he, she, he didn't tell her there were tregs. He didn't tell her it was a group. He didn't even tell her that he actually stopped the person who was trying to kill her. So she has not really understood why he's forever freaking out. The last thing she heard was it being like, someone's trying to kill you here. And then they walked off together. And then he left and she's like, 
I guess he was just wrong. She's like, no one has ever tried to kill me. <laughs> Everything's been fine. The worst thing that has happened is people have tried to kill Sophie. She explains about, it's like, I stopped the assassin at the party and she's like, or at the carnival. And she's like, what? <laughs> so I do kind of appreciate that Roman thinks he's been looping her in because Roman is nothing but honest. Yeah. He thinks he's told her everything. Yeah, he's like, I thought you got it. <laughs> and he's like, you told me once that my life was in danger, he, then no further information. He also he's, he explains to me, like, well, there's hidden tracks everywhere. Like, I didn't know, like, like if I could or not. And everybody's like, the Red Hawks were right. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. That's, that's not the lesson to take from this. <laughs> no, tregs are, tregs are Red Hawks of Atrians. So he said, both of our sides have these extremist groups. Though... You can't. Ugh, it's a hard. When you look at this thing from a wider scale, it's hard to compare the the Red Hawks to the Tregs because of like every other societal thing around them. Now, what um, Emery takes from this conversation is she's like, "Hmm, life is significantly more dangerous than I realized. I guess maybe I will take better actions moving forward." Thanks. Oh God, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quick side scene here of just Eric. Eric is just working on Julia's car. He just took off his shirt and started working on a car. In he the... bought components for it. Yeah. He also brought food from... So, no, I think he was given... I don't know how he got it this food. He, well, he got, he got it from his his family grocery. From No, the grocery store he works at. That's not his family grocery store. It's his family. I'm pretty sure it's his family. He works there. Hmm. Part-time job. I mean, I know he... Full-time car fixer. I know he works there as well. <laughs> It could be, and we could both be right. Didn't his dad own a restaurant, and then his dad became an alcoholic? Yeah, but I think he, I think he also was like, I think it could not be his dad's grocery store; it could be his grandfather's or his grandmother's. Meanwhile, he wants Julia to bring that food to Lucas's family. Yeah. This scene, real, honestly, we're going to get this scene. We're going to get another scene where she's like tutoring him. Neither of them honestly matter, other than setting up. Eric loves her. How does Julia feel about him? Unknown. Yeah, figure it out. Uh, then we get a little bit of Sophia and Grayson. Where Grayson we is freaking out mom. because he's going to see his mom. He had asked Emery earlier if she would go with him, and she said absolutely, and then she went running <laughs> off to the woods. And I, I'm at the point where I feel like Emery needs to tell Grayson a little bit more information than she has. I think, yeah. I think she's trying not to, like put too much on him because well, he's already freaked out well i think part of it like well i mean what would she tell him at this point well she knows what she's doing she's looking for an atrian weapon yeah but i kind of agree that she should not spread that information around but so you think she just has to say oh i have to go no further information i don't think she has a very good choice of something else I just, I think... I don't, I don't think telling him, hey, I gotta go. The Atrians have a deadly super weapon that's going to uh, kill all life in the city, and I gotta go deal with that. Like, that's not a great thing to leave someone with. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Julia knows about it. She's fine. It just, the, the more people that you bring into, like, the secrets, and, like, these are things that really do need to be kept... Kind I just, of... there's no way that Grayson's not going to stumble upon it. So why not control the release of information rather than letting him stumble upon? I don't know. I'm, I'm of the mind that I think it's, that, that's not a great thing. I don't know. Like, like, the thing, the thing is, like, she, she knows Julia for, honestly, longer than she knows Grayson. Yeah, no, I'm aware of that. I'm just saying, at this point, 
he's already in it. You might as well he, bring him in. I don't don't think he's in it. He is not in it anywhere near as he could be. Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, obviously, we can see the show only causes problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, finally, Drake will get to Zoe's house. Uh, this entire scene is shot like high concept camera shooting in and out it's an action movie definitely the um second unit director just got wild on this one now this is um once drake gets in there it's a trig crash house yeah he does stumble upon zoe's room i know it's all he's all in the one room yeah i don't understand why it's all in one room it's a whole house (laughs) and the room that he happens to break into is the one that is zoe's room no he breaks into the room with all the beds in it yeah but they're okay (laughs) i don't know there's numerous rooms in this house it doesn't make a ton of sense that everything's in this one room i don't know maybe I, i we do look into other rooms it looks like they're they're being used to like prep things like this is like the the sleeping room, mm-hmm. and then he walks towards the computer systems, mm-hmm. where they set up a damn arrow trap. They sure did. Yeah. And he gets shot into the wall. He gets pinned to the wall by an arrow. It is insane. Now, um, Emery and Roman find the campsite that yeah. the um, the camper who had the burned up lungs had been at. I, Yeah, I guess it's probably that that one. Because she knows about the camper. She knows where the best campsite is. I honestly just thought they just found a random campsite and like, maybe that's Zoe. No, because it, it's been abandoned. <laughs> so I kind of thought it was right. his campsite. Yeah. Um, this is where we get the whole thing about uh, that. I'll go in first. Or I'll go in, Emery. You stay back mm-hmm. because... I can breathe through my skin. I can breathe through my skin. But the cypher's not there. Yeah. yeah. And at this moment, I kind of wish they hadn't shown us where the cypher was before. Oh, at the boathouse? Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of... Well, also, well I also d- didn't think it would be in just a random tent. Like, if because if that guy got, I, I figured that guy got like essentially collateral damage. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I just seemed like a waste of a scene. I mean, all. yeah. This we're essentially doing this thing where every sort of scene is going to give us one thing. This scene teaches about the breathing through the skin. This next scene is Emery getting a call from Grayson to show that he's kind of freaking out. And Emery gives him no further information and is also not that reassuring. Yeah, and then they sort of talk about Grayson, and Roman's like, yeah, well, he has you. Meanwhile, Drake (laughs) is pulling his body off of an arrow. Oh my god, The, the hard change from, like, I just, I don't know what to do about Grayson. Like, he's so says, like, I don't know. I mean, he's not alone. He's got you. And then walk off and she's looking at him. And he's, like, not, he wants to turn back, but he doesn't turn back. Hard cut to Drake pinning against the wall going, ah, as he pulls himself off. And we need to reiterate, he is not pulling the arrow. He is pulling himself off of the arrow. Yeah, he's pushing back. And, like, these arrows are, like, it looks like they just put, like, copper pipes and shot out copper pipes. Yeah. This trap is wild. Now, we don't know a lot about Atrian biology, because he's pretty okay once he gets himself off the wall. Well, we know they have multiple organs. Yeah. So, I think it went through, like, his upper chest. He got the shoulder. He got the dramatic shoulder shot. But, like, he's much more okay than I would be if I was shot in the exact same spot. Well, Aaron, he puts a leaf on it. He's fine. <laughs> so <laughs> I he- love the. I want to, I want to say this now. I love... And that all those leaf stuff with the atrians because literally he reaches over and there's like a house plant like in every <laughs> other building you'd be like that's a house plant and he just tears the leaf off it and puts it on his wound now to be fair this is a trap 
you know, well, no, that, spot. So obviously they need this. Well, I mean, obviously it is a healing plant, but I just love the 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 absolute subtleness of just like, all right, and on the wound, wearing a leaf. Then he does some rummaging and he finds essentially an SD card. And the SD card is full of pictures of Zoe and Taylor, which is why I'm like, this is very convenient. But then also pictures of the boathouse. No, that's what's convenient, is that Zoe was like, okay, I guess I gotta take some photos of me and uh, my fake friend. But then why did she save them all in the SD card? The same SD card she went to go scout a location to put the plants in. It's like if you're you're scrolling through photos and it's like, oh, here's this person with all their friends. And here's the designs to the death machine. It's wild. So he's like, okay, SD card, gotta take this arrow with me. <laughs> he know. pulls the arrow I think the wall. The, here's what I'm gonna go with. Now, God, this episode is way too much of us having to do headcanon. I think he takes it. So he has a weapon? No, so that he does not leave evidence behind of his mm. blood. That's fair. I mean, there are also other arrows that didn't hit him. But presumably if they see that, they could be like, why was this set off? It didn't, like, then there was this arrow here, but we don't know who it was. I mean, I don't know. It seems maybe they could track from his blood. I don't know how Atrians work. <laughs> Apparently Atrian blood is a thing. Yeah, we don't know how Atrians work. Yeah, so. But what we do know is that he has a cell phone. <laughs> and he has Emery's number. <laughs> he calls Emery. And he's, he's like, hey, is that they should take photos of a boathouse. So either she's thinking about buying a boathouse. Or. or... And everyone's like, I know where a boathouse is. <laughs> like, no, I don't want us to come immediately discover the fact that maybe she wanted to buy a boathouse. Do you guys want to buy a boathouse? <laughs> and Emery's like, fine, we'll scout the boathouse or Cypher will be there. Win-win. Cool. I've lost a lot of blood. <laughs> But I'll be at that boathouse soon. But I will presumably run to you. Because <laughs> I don't have a car. This, this is the first time in the series we've seen someone do the run. Which is something we see actually a lot in uh, teen dramas. Which is where someone will just go on foot somewhere. And they'll cross great expanses just by running. Grayson visits his mom in prison. His mom seems very upset. Mm-hmm. We learn his brother's name is Jed. So there we go. Yeah, and um, he's like, why did you lie to me so many times? And his mom's like, well, you didn't know Atrians were evil. <laughs> so we ha- so we couldn't tell you. <laughs> that we were terrorists. I Yeah, the, it's noteworthy that she's unrepentant. Absolutely. Um, I also like that, she, that Grayson gets mad at her for using Jed's death to fuel their beliefs, just like Roman got mad at Drake for using his father's, and actually Kat and everybody yeah. as well, for using his father's death to fuel their beliefs. I'm like, you know, that's a good parallel yeah. there. Um, however, his mom has more evil I mean, to rot. I mean, oh, God. Her... <laughs> the only defense that her mom, that his mom could come up with is like, no, no, I need to tell you about Emery. She was the one who sent uh, Bandel to, uh, to the meeting. Which, like, I, to I, be fair, Emery should have told... Grace and that, but like she was not trying to destroy Grayson's family. Oh, as much what I really wanted, unfortunately, Grayson does this whole thing. It's like I don't believe you. Emery's the only one who tells the truth. I really wanted him to come back, sit back down, and be like, "Okay, that doesn't change the fact you're a terrorist." Oh, Emery caught you being a terrorist. You're still a terrorist. <laughs> There's no way Emery could have known. What, what do you? What this? That's like being like, but you don't understand. 
the cops arrested me. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. But your, you did- <laughs> your girlfriend was one of the cops who arrested me. Yeah, dude, because you did terrorism, dude mom. Although, dude mom does suggest that perhaps Emery has been using Grayson all along to figure out that his parents were the leader of the <laughs> Red Hawks? Yeah, I thought it was a secret, you guys. You idiots. You stupid idiots. How, how could Emery have used Grayson, considering his parents being the leader of the Red Hawks, was a secret? Yeah, you you tell me she's just going around. She just got out she, of the she's hospital. She's dating like, boys. Two months ago, dating boys, trying to figure out which one's leaders of the Red Hawks. Get out of here, you idiot. <laughs> but he does. Grayson's like, I don't believe you, and then walks off very dramatically. All right, we gotta we gotta speed up. Okay, this. so um, everyone arrives at the boathouse, and Zoe shoots an arrow at Emery, but is bad at arrowing. <laughs> well, I have a question, Aaron. How does she shoot that arrow and then step up from behind a tree with a sword? That's why she didn't. That's <laughs> I, why she didn't hit Emery. I, I thought she threw the arrow. I, I thought it was. Well, did she bounce it off a wall? I thought it was another one of the traps. And I'm like, stop setting up arrow traps everywhere. <laughs> I think she just threw the arrow. <laughs> so. <laughs> And so, so at this point, I guess Roman's going to fight Zoe. Which is dumb because Roman is the one who can breathe in the Black Cypher. Yeah, I'm like, I guess Emery just doesn't have to worry about the spores anymore. It's This show has a loose grasp of spores. Yeah. <laughs> so Roman hands Emery the bomb and says, go, go, go. And then he yeah. attacks Zoe, who is full of taunting because that's what Zoe does. That's always the primary thing. Emery rips open the doors to the boathouse. And oh god, the black cypher plant is so creepy. It's everywhere. It like writhes. It moves. Yeah, it it's it it has taken Beaumont's body and like lifted him up so he's actually like midway in the plant mm-hmm. and just sort of like hangs out the middle of it with his face in the square in there open. And that's where Emery will <laughs> she'll see she'll see a a burnt out face and go. That's where I put a bomb. Now, it's not sporing yet. So she holds her breath real hard and grabs a piece of black cipher and puts it in a little tube. Mm -hmm. And then she goes and puts the bomb in Beaumont's mouth. But when she turns around, it's like a wall of spores. I guess they're sentient. (laughs) Meanwhile, Drake enters the fight and he's tags off Roman. Yeah, like, oh, don't I'll attack like, her with this arrow that she attacked me with. I don't know if he ever does. I don't think he does. He says he's pretty on the defensive, but then Roman runs over and he sees the wall of spores between this Aaron. This is the aquarium. <laughs> Except for its spores <laughs> in the middle. And the only thing he can think of to do is tell Emery to hold her breath. And he just not- waves the spores away. And he pulls her through and they jump into the water. As so the- maybe the water washes the spores away before they take root. Well, so the tell you this happen. So like essentially she has already set the bomb down. Mm-hmm. Um and he pulls her out and I think he like saw the bomber going down or something because they literally do the jump and the uh, explosion boat happens explodes. behind them. Um and Drake <laughs> grabs Zoe and just throws her into the explosion. <laughs> It is it's a it's hilarious, delightful. It's a hilarious shot. He just because he's so close to it, he just tosses her in like it's a garbage can, and just like slightly steps and he's to like, the side. Ooh, that Ooh, was that was fire. hot. <laughs> Meanwhile, Roman and Emery are under the water, and I think what it is is that they don't want to go back up. 
because the spores are still in the area being burned. So they're just waiting. Yeah. And so he helps her out with he, a little air-filled kiss. Yeah, he kisses air into Emery's lungs. That <laughs> doesn't work. Romantic. Because <laughs> he would have had to take the lung... In, I guess he could breathe in through his skin. Hmm, maybe it does work. <laughs> we don't know how Atrian's biology works. The problem is if that works, if that works, then technically, shouldn't the spore still be able to damage his respiratory system? We don't or, know I, how the air... The air no, I, so I think I guess their a, skin their skin must be able to filter out. And I think he took a breath in before he jumped, and now he doesn't need that because his skin is breathing, so he can give her the air that he because yeah, if, if his skin works kind of like how fishes yeah <laughs> fish don't breathe through the skin I breathe through the gills but how fish is like that how fish how fish can breathe water mm-hmm. is essentially he's filtering the oxygen out of the water. Yeah, and then he yeah. can pass it, some of it on. Who Anyway, they're not down there for that long because they yeah. pop out of the water and he's like, are you okay? And then Ray's like, look at my lungs! <laughs> yeah, they uh, then they kiss again on land. And then Drake comes wandering <laughs> on up and is like, hmm, I see some kissing. For some reason, I had this wild idea that Grayson would walk in at this point. He'd be like, <laughs> I was just so angry from talking with my mom. I decided to go for a walk in the woods near my old boat house. What happened to my boat house? <laughs> so, this um, is Grayson's boat house. <laughs> so That's we find out that the one piece, the one leaf of black cipher is still safe. And yeah. also, Zoe got caught in the explosion. Oh, yeah. What happened whoop, to Zoe? Whoop. She got caught in the explosion. I will say I do think Drake – Drake looks like he doesn't feel good about this. Yeah. Hey, Drake doesn't like to kill people. But guess what, Drake? 100% that was the right thing to do because yeah. she was never going to stop coming yeah. after you. Yeah, so I prove that she would just keep – and, and, and I mean, Drake, you don't have any, like, power to arrest her. Yeah, the there's only... no Atrian prisons. I mean, there are Atrian prisons. It's called the Crate. But they're by humans. That's true. Uh, and, so... yeah, I mean, he had to, he, she had to be murdered. Yeah. And at least, and Drake, yeah, Drake's very, very sad about his little, little spur of the moment tossed into the flames. So, uh, Emery uh, gets Lucas's mom out of the room and then comes the healing times but is it gonna be roman no because sophia bursts into the room (laughs) for the second theme of the episode and then sophia also knows what black cypher is i assume that roman has explained it to her at this point and she would like to do the healing well (laughs) and it's ridiculous and weird but the reason why is so she can say the line you can't save the world on your own because that's the lesson Roman learned this episode. Now, what I don't like about this scene and took away from that is when Sophia does the black cipher, she like whimpers and is sad because it hurts. Whereas when Roman does that kind of stuff, he's stoic and cool. Why can't Sophia be stoic and cool? I mean, I would agree. Um, except for that we know Sophia's character. That's <laughs> true. She's not stoic and cool. Like, if they made Terry be like, I'd be like, come on. Terry? No. But Sophia's, that's sort of Sophia's thing. And it works. And it works. Yeah. Uh, he wakes up. He sees Sophia. And she's like, hey. What's up? Asthma attack, huh? <laughs> Sup? <laughs> My blood's in you now. Mustard gas. <laughs> you got mustard gas don't say that so cool. It's a terrible, terrible thing. It's a war crime. It's very bad, Lucas. Not a but war. You survived. Not a war crime for Atrians. 
Uh, quick, Meanwhile. Quick cut over to, I'm just calling her Dr. Benton. Dr. Benton and the scientist. Yeah. Uh, they have learned that they, for a second there, it really sounded like she was going to say that also randomly Emery had. She's like, yes, we've, we've, we've run the girl's blood and you were, no, you were correct about the girl's blood. Uh, Julia Young has cipher in her DNA. Cool. Yeah, but like, what? I swear, I thought they were going to reveal that Emery also did it, did randomly as well. They're just ignoring Emery. They're like, Emery, unrelated. <laughs> Julia, get her. Drake goes to visit Taylor. This is a very sad scene. It's really sad. So he comes limping on up, and she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, yeah, yeah, Red Hawks. Ran into some Red Hawks. And then she tries to heal him with, like, a tissue from her purse. <laughs> she's not to heal him. But he's like, no, no, no. She, she tries to cast a spell <laughs> to heal and him. And then... He explains that he found Zoe, and what happened was her family was in a lot of financial problem problems, so they got evicted, and they're heading out of town right away. And Taylor is devastated that Zoe couldn't trust her. Yeah. So Drake... Like, no, it's not that she didn't trust you. She was embarrassed. And... It's it's, it's it's so sweet. It's so sad. It's so, like, he does such a good job. He He allows Taylor the idea... That, that like Zoe, that that well was not a happy like thing that happened. Like Zoe, Zoe still you know she cares about Zoe you. Zoe loved her a lot, and I mean obviously there's a it's twenty twenty four, so social media is <laughs> maybe Zoe's not on social media. I mean Zoe's definitely not on social media. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> She's that, that iconoclastic friend who doesn't have Facebook, yeah, or Instagram. So, and. Giving us a little bit of dramatic irony, I guess uh, Taylor learned it from Grayson. It means a lot to know that she's okay. Drake's like, ugh. <laughs> he did throw her into a fire. <laughs> threw her into an explosion. A fire is one thing. Throwing her into an explosion. Oh, but she was so bad. She was very bad. Her, I mean, now, now that we're sort of at the end here, what was the purpose of poisoning Lucas? Or Taylor? Or Taylor. See, that's the thing. That just proves how bad Zoe is. Like, like it's, it's Zoe is Cheryl Blossom. If Cheryl Blossom actually wanted to cause chaos, like, and was not just self-absorbed, I, like, because because when Lucas was like, I thought maybe she just wanted to hurt Taylor because screw Drake, but maybe she wanted to make humans afraid before they were destroyed. But but it was going to it's going to spread out the spores that day. Also, it was super dumb because all this is going to do is kill the humans in Evendale. <laughs> There's still the rest of the world. Yeah, no. Like, what did these 60 Atrians think they were going to do? Well, and and the, after that was done, they would have had to have convinced the other Atrians. To well, join them. Was, that, that was a big thing I had about the, the breathing things. That if it is not an automatic response to all of a sudden poisons in your lungs, um, if they do not tell the other Atrians that there is poison going out, just other Atrians will die as well. And then what? Then it's just the 60 Tregs? Also, humans figured out something to protect them from mustard gas in, like, 1918? Like, like, gas masks are a thing. It's like they just don't know about gas masks. So, I mean, I mean if, if, if it is just spores, gas masks would save you. Mm -hmm. and, and we know these, it's just and spores. And these are visible spores. Yeah, because Emery could tell when they were Emery out and when they weren't. Could stand behind a wall of them. Not how spores work. So... 
Speaking of Emery, yeah. she's overwhelmed. She's that kind of like giddy, excited, overwhelmed where you're like, oh, my God, I understand everything that's happening. And we're up against a lot. But today we did a thing that saved the world. Yeah, she's like, today. Hey. She's like, man, it really feels like we're in the mid the mid episode of this season. And now I know everything. And so they're being very for some reason, Emery's still wet, which seems unlikely because she has different clothes. Yeah. And. And then she explains to Roman, like, okay, well, now I know why you're a real, real weirdo. And now I know what I'm up against. And now we can be together. I have to date you. He's like, no. Like, I'm I'm going to have to tell Grayson that I can't be there for him the way that he wants. And that's okay. <laughs> I've realized that it's not my, my fault that his mom's a terrorist. <laughs> yeah, she goes through a little bit here. I do think um, Roman's original point, which he made earlier in this episode, is like, the Tregs are also against race mixing. They'd probably just kill you just to bug me. Like, Zoe definitely would. But she's like, yeah, if I know people are trying to kill me, that's fine. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Grayson sees this. Uh, yes. And I am so worried. I am so worried this series is going to do Grayson turns evil because because Emery kissed Roman. Because that's cause with Terry. Terry turned evil because Roman. I think he won't. I do think that maybe he'll be like an alcoholic for two episodes. I, I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with him being mad at Emery. I think he should do that. I just don't want him to be like, I'm a Red Hawk now. I can't. Like, he's been so anti-Red Hawk and anti-violence. Yeah. I'm tr- I'm choosing for this week to trust the show. I just really hope. I hope that, that this is not where, this is not Grayson's heel turn is because Roman and Emery kiss. And he's like, well... Time to do some terrorism. I do think he's in all of the episodes, so that's promising. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he could he could be in all the episodes and still do terrorism. I just hope he doesn't go back to his mom and be like, you were right. And she's like, well, now I will manipulate you. She's in prison. She has no makeup. <laughs> what I want is I want her to go, want him to go back and be like, well, you're right about em- Emery um, or... Well, no, he wouldn't be no, right. Well, no, she wasn't right about Emery. Like, like, well, I begin to be like, uh, <laughs> no, I guess, I guess, yeah, he'd be like, oh, I mean, Emery's day of uh, ancient. I was like, yeah, see, stole your stole your woman. He's like, you're still a terrorist, mom. Mom, we don't destroy an entire race because <laughs> they stole my woman. I want Grayson to keep going back to her <laughs> and just repeatedly just like explain, like explaining stuff to her and be like, see, and now you're like, no, no, I'm still not a terrorist. I just, I thought you would want to get appraised what's going on in my life, mom. Speaking of terrorists and parents, Roman goes to see Castor, <laughs> who's like a dad to him yeah. now, and is like, we destroyed the Black Cypher, so that's cool. And yeah. Castor's like, hmm, yes. So now, now it seems that we, uh, we trust each other and they do the arm clasp. Uh, then we follow Caster, which tells us this is going to go badly. Caster has a secret closet full of more bombs. <laughs> he had one bomb out in, out in an open. <laughs> yeah, like, he, why was that one bomb just hanging out in the middle of his pod? Aaron, that's the show bomb. If someone comes by and they're like, "Hey, you got any bombs?" You can be like, "I got this one bomb." It's you the fanciest want, bomb. You don't want to know where the other bombs are. This really just seemed to set up the fact that the reason Caster was so upset. Uh, about the uh, Trags, it's like, no, my terrorism will be better. No, I have bombs, <laughs> you guys. You're, you're really weird, like, let's just spread <laughs> out a mustard gas. Like, Excuse me, I have studied the world wars of this world. <laughs> mustard gas is not going to work. 
random bombings like the Blitz. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do the Blitz on Evendale, then I'm going to do the Blitz on DC. I like the idea that he's like, I stopped reading their history around 1946. I figure nothing big could have happened after that. I bet everything went really well for those <laughs> Germans, huh? Well, I mean, 1946 would have been. <laughs> Post-World War Two <laughs> Would have been just the end of oh, World War II. Oh, what you're suggesting is he didn't learn about the atom bomb. Yeah, what, well, what I was what I was suggesting was that he he had gotten nothing of all the many other wars of humanity. After He's like, oh, World War Two That must have been the last one, right? That's the, they, it was called World War. I see no World War Three. <laughs> he, read, he read actually World War One. He had, he's like, oh, the Great War could have been a war after that one, right? That's why or else <laughs> they would, like, after this whole thing, they had to have stopped doing it. That's why it's called the Great War. <laughs> the Great War. I mean, our planet, our uh, our planet, just one people. So, all right, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. For this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where logic stopped studying the history of this world in like 1692, which is a time of no significance? <laughs> 1692 okay i did and i choose drake's action movie sequence because <laughs> of the editing style yes oh my god there's so many like quick zooms and like shaky cam and like you know Here's dutch angles we could have saved that time for one of the other storylines all i needed to see was him looking at the house knocking on the door and then being like mm, and then jumping over the fence I'm not... I understand how he got in the house. I don't need, like, a two-minute-long sequence of him getting into the house. Well, and, well, I mean, the thing is, like, when I think about it more about this, it's not really about, like, the amount of time something... Because there was a lot of wasted time in this episode. There's a lot of time of just them walking through woods. It was just... Because of the way they had to get information out, you had a lot of these really tiny scenes. But this was just, like, so jarring. <laughs> it, well, it's mostly because it's just a completely different editing style. and It's like they let their intern have a day. They're like, here's the sequence for you, intern. Well, it feels like they, set, set, they let the second unit director go wild. And that's what he, you know, maybe that's why we also had him take the arrow out of his body. Because that was the same vibe. <laughs> it, was, it was the same vibe, yeah. Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Um, yeah. And I think, I'm just going to give it the entire idea that um, <laughs> Zoe keeps setting up arrow traps everywhere. <laughs> uh, but I think I'm going to actually land on the fact that the, um, that the, the drive that, uh, that Drake found was Zoe's all, drive? Well, no, no. That that is a TV thing. You do not want to see a scene of someone put in a drive, take it out, put in a drive, but take you know, it out, put in way, a drive. The take way it that out. this was shot, it was we could have seen him do two drives, and then we could have gone into something else, and then come back, and he puts in a third drive, and I would have been like, we could have been doing this for any amount of time. That's never been a problem for me in film. It was the fact that the drive had for some reason photos of Zoe and Taylor together. Like Zoe was friend because Zoe hates Taylor, and then and then the photos afterwards are the scouting for it's like that's the only way they thought visually they could show us that it was Zoe's. It was Zoe's. I think they I think they could have probably done it more if they just showed like spy stuff on the kids of of uh what's the school called I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Marshall High. Um, where where like like we when he puts it in. Our understanding of film and TV and just story knowledge, he puts it in, you see, like, photos of 
Emery as the photos of Julia and Lucas and just like Taylor and just like spy okay, photos. Or if you don't trust that because yeah, people may not be being be paying that close of attention. Just change the way that these SD cards load in the computer. Have it scan across and show a picture of her and show her code name and show something and then go into the photos. Like, I don't know. I would laugh even harder if he put in something that was like, secret, hi. <laughs> secret footage. Do not look at. I mean. Brought to you by Zoe. But here's the thing. We don't know how their SD cards work. Like, we have to put passwords in. Maybe it shows who owns it. Like, we don't know. It could be anything. <laughs> No, I th- I think I think probably honestly people could get even if they're just not like this because they showed other beds, which means it's always part of a cell, mm-hmm. which means we don't need to know it's Zoe's car- card really because the presumably the entire cell is working on the same plan. And, mm, I don't think I trust that at all. Zoe <laughs> has gone very rogue. Well, no, but this is Vega. Vega was the one who told her to do this. Maybe. <laughs> Well, the other option is that – well, here's the thing. The plant had to be moved before Zoe um, – before the whole confrontation with Drake and uh, Roman. Did it have to be moved? When else would she have done it? No, I know it was moved before then, but I just feel like this is her going rogue. Why did it have to be moved? I, I, I'm... Why wasn't Beaumont's body just buried where it should have been I imagine they buried. I imagine they buried the body at the point where the plant could grow without anyone interrupting it. And then they had to move it to a place where its spores would presumably go where they needed to go, which I guess is Bear Lake Park, Bear Black Bear Lake Park, Bear Park Lake. I hear what you're saying. I just the more convoluted this plan gets. I mean, we the we, less like we, they moved it away from Evendale. We are both under. I mean. I don't even know if it was at Edendale before, Aaron. We had no idea where that was. We're we're both under agreement. This plan makes no sense because they didn't describe it well. I just think Zoe is chaotic evil. <laughs> Wrap up the episode. Sure. <laughs> I mean... I... What? No, I just – I don't even know how to jump off of this to something else. So oh, we're on social uh, media, we, 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 podcast we, 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 need a, we need a segue. What is that? Um, well, if uh, – Nope, Zoe, there's, there's we, nothing good. We agreed Zoe doesn't have social media, right? There's I, nothing good. Just the segue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you, do you want to try to explain to us this plan? It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. <laughs> or you can give us your rating reviews and subscriptions at Apple Podcast or your podcaster of choice. Riverdale is coming back soon. And things will make no sense in Riverdale, but we won't expect them to. So it'll be fine. Yeah, you could tell us your plan to kill a town with a plant. There's got to be a better way to There's do got- it. <laughs> There's <laughs> like an infomercial. There's got to be a better way. Billy Mays here with a with mustard gas. All I right, mean, let's wrap this up. I'm just going to point out the Little Shop of Horrors, the movie, they definitely destroyed a town with a plant. Did he destroy a town? Yeah, in the movie. Okay. I know that, like, the whole thing Audrey is like... 2 takes over everything. Oh, okay. All right. All right, we'll see you next week. Audrey 2. <laughs> just said the name of the, just the, name of the plant. <laughs> that wasn't a good capstone at all. You just said something. <laughs> Who does Miss Benton work for? What will the Treg's next plan be? 
So is Luca's going to have blue veins now? Because I do not want to do another episode on that. For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fancast?